Okay. What up, y'all? Welcome to the Do As I Say, Not As I Do podcast. This is a podcast about content creation, um, beers, me trying to figure out what this podcast is about. And yeah, that's it. Hi. If you don't know me already, my name is Jay Bruce for 666. You can just call me Bruce. Yeah, that's yeah. Or Bruce Daddy. It's kind of it's it's weird. I know. But um, hi, I've just been enjoying this wonderful cloudy weather here in uh, the Portland area. It's fucking so good. I don't have to worry about sun. It's raining all the time. It's it's nice. I know I'm sounding sarcastic, but it it, it, it actually is really nice and I fucking love it. Uh, but yeah, hey, we got a really good show for you guys and gals and people. Um, we are doing this show about audio. And if you guys didn't know that already, um, this is my fucking favorite subject. This is something I fiend about. I spend hourless, hourless sleeps. Just, I don't even know what the fuck that means. I spend so much time just tweaking my audio when it doesn't need to be tweaked that it's probably it's it's a it's a fucking habit. But anyway, sorry if you hear some little sniffling. So I'm going to try to get rid of that, but I probably won't because I probably not going to edit this at all <laughs> if I'm being truthfully honest. Uh, but hey, I'm going to fucking real quick open up a beer. This is the 21st Amendment Brewery Brew Free or Die Blood Orange IPA. Oh, God, that sounds so good. And here we go. Taking a little sippy sip. Oh, that's fucking good. All right. So. First and foremost, you're probably wondering why you would want to learn about audio for like broadcasting purposes and making a podcast. And well, it's pretty much the only way people are going to fucking hear you. So there, there are plenty of just different things that you can do. Just like plug and play stuff. It's just like you can buy a mic, plug it in, not give a flying shit about what you sound like and just do it. There are plenty of people that do that and it's fucking terrible. (laughs) Um, so first, we're going to go over some of the terms that are like associated with audio and what they actually mean. So the first thing that you kind of hear is dB or decibel. Um, it's just it's a degree of loudness. So the higher the dB or the higher the uh, the actual sound. So if you are at say negative 20 dB, and then you go to negative 4 dB. Negative 4 dB is going to be a louder sound. It's going to be closer to the actual zero point, which is 100%. Um, so gain is the pretty much increase of most things in a setup. So you refer to gain most of the time as volume. So when people say, hey, I need you to increase your gain, you're going to turn up your output, your your volume, your what comes from your mic and goes into your computer or your recorder or whatever the fuck you're using. Uh, so another one, another term that we're going to like kind of look into a little bit is EQ. 
And EQ is just, here's the actual definition. I wrote the definition weird. I have fucking notes. God, how am I going to do this? Um, the levels of frequency response of an audio signal or controls which allow their adjustments. So, oh God, I'm so sorry. Um, so with EQ, a lot of the times you're going to make cuts or decrease the actual signal from a certain frequency. So uh, it goes from shit, I think like zero kilohertz to like 10,000 or 20,000 kilohertz or megahertz, which hertz is smaller, megahertz is bigger, kilohertz is in the middle. Um, I think also little disclaimer, I'm not a fucking professional. This is just stuff that I kind of learned on my own with the help of some other people. Um, like, uh, knackers knackers is a friend of mine that has constantly helped me with all of my audio shit. But so yeah, it just cuts or increases in a circuit or a circuit, a certain frequency that gives you a little bit of a different sound. So a lot of times people go in, what they'll do is put a high pass filter on 200 Hertz. What that does is anything that is under that 200 Hertz is going to just go fucking bye-bye. You're not going to hear any like low rumble of trucks going by or delivery things and stuff like that. Possibly sometimes even fans. It's just going to not be as fucking annoying. And it's, it, it, it helps a lot. So another thing is compression and compression is the process of lessening the dynamic range between loudest, quietest parts of an audio signal. This is done by boosting the quieter signals and attenuating the louder signals. So basically, it's going to take you at your quietest and you at your loudest and kind of level them out to where it's not a super fucked up difference between the two. You So you're going to... I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm about to fucking yell. I am using something that has compression. So right now, I sound normal. Hopefully. If I don't, then there's something really fucked up that I don't know about. And I should probably fix that. But say I'm just talking like this, talking like this, and then I talk like this. So what my channel strip, I have a DBX286S. We'll learn about that a little bit later. But what it's doing is it's pushing down those loud signals to match what I have it set at. And that usually helps save everybody's fucking ears from bleeding when I scream because I scream. I'm a screamer. That's what I do. <sighs> Sorry. Another little, little beer go beer go. What the fuck am I even doing? I told you this is still, I'm still trying to figure this out. This is my second time recording. Please give me some fucking slack. Uh, but a noise gate, this is a really important one. It's a deletion of uh, certain loudest levels. Um, so basically what you're going to do is you're going to turn on a noise gate and anything that is underneath that gate, you won't be able to hear unless that gate is activated and that gate is activated by going above 
the said level that you set the gate at. So if you set the gate at negative 32 decibels, you're not going to hear anything under that 32 decibel, negative 32 decibels, unless you talk and the levels go above the 32 decibels. And then that gate is open. See, it's like opening a door, opening a, a gate. I guess they knew what they were doing when they named it. Um, my opinion, one of the most important parts of any setup is having a fucking noise gate. Because sometimes people have noisy PCs. You hear just like a random like. And it gets fucking annoying. But yeah, so those are some of the terms that you would kind of associate with anything whenever you're talking about audio and whenever you're referencing any type of like, oh, well, what should I do to my microphone? What should I, how should I fix it? Yeah, so, um, so pretty much what I'm going to go through next is a few... It's pretty much what you need for a decent audio set set up. Wow. Um, so the main thing you'll hear is me talking about an audio chain. And an audio chain is pretty much just your setup. It's what you're talking into, what you're talking into runs into, and then what you're recording, what you're talking into, and it's running into, and then it goes into something else. I'm sorry. That's a burp. That's terrible. That kind of hurt a little bit. I'm not. Yeah, that hurt. But so for me, my audio chain is my microphone and my microphone runs in to a FET head. I'll explain a little bit about that later. And then that runs into my channel strip. I'll also explain that a little bit later. And then from the channel strip, it goes into my audio interface, and that goes into my computer. And that's how you're hearing me. That's the magic. That's the magic of audio and the things that you do with audio. It's not really that magic. It's just technology. (sighs) Okay, so... When you think about an audio chain, you probably think... Well, what's the difference between if I were to record a podcast or if I were to do Twitch or do like spoken word stuff on YouTube and stuff like that? Um, There's no difference. It's all the fucking same. You don't even have to worry about that. You buy something for one thing, it's going to be good for a fucking other thing. So, yeah, don't even worry about that. So, the main thing that you're going to need is a microphone. Weird, right? That you would need a microphone to be able to hear somebody talking on the internet. Yeah. So, there are two different types of microphones. Well, there are a few a few different types of microphones. But there are two main types of microphones whenever you're talking about broadcast audio or content creation audio that people associate there are the condenser the condenser microphones. An example of a condenser microphone is the AT2020. That's probably one of the most popular condenser microphones 
using an XLR port. And then there are like the blue yetis and stuff like that. Yeah, we don't talk about that. That's that's that stays that goes bye bye. Um, but a condenser mic has a much more sensitive capsule, and a capsule is what you talk into, and it requires more power. The reason that it is more sensitive is because it requires more power to actually run it. So what you're going to be using is something called 48 Phantom Power. That is your audio interface or your mixer just supplying a little bit of extra power to make sure that we can hear you on that mic. Um, the benefit of this is it sounds fucking beautiful. The bad part about this is it usually picks up everything in the fucking room. Like, you're going to talk, you're going to talk, you're going to talk, you're going to fart and hope absolutely nobody fucking hears it but guess what it picked up you people on the fucking internet heard you fart and they're gonna judge you until the day you fucking die i'm sorry sorry about your fucking luck also i'd never judge anybody for farting on stream it's hilarious uh but yeah so the blue yeti the at2020 um these are the most referred to whenever you're talking about a, a condenser microphone. All right. So now we go over to the dynamic mics and they're a little less sensitive because they require less power to operate. So with this, you're not going to need to use phantom power. It's just going to be a little bit. Wait, I think I got that backwards. I think condenser mics are less sensitive and these are a little bit more sensitive, and that's why it requires less power to run dynamics. Like I said, I'm not a fucking expert. I'm just going by what I've learned, and apparently I haven't learned shit. Um, but yeah, so for these, it takes a little bit more gain, or like I said before, input to power these. So what I'm talking into right now is the dynamic mic. So what I'm using is this thing's running into the preamp, which is the DBX, and that's what's powering it. That's what makes it sounds so fucking beautiful. But yeah, some of the examples of these mics are like one of the most popular like fucking podcasting microphones in existence, the Shure SM7B and all its phallic glory. Or the Electro Voice RE20, which I know that uh, Professor Broman uses. He uses that one. I use the Electro Voice RE320, which is the little sibling to the RE20, which means it's a little newer and it has a little bit different sounds to it. But I thought that it would sound better with my voice, and that's why I decided to use it. So... Sometimes with these, the audio interface doesn't really power it well enough. So sometimes you're like, well, if it's not powering it enough, I'm just going to turn on phantom power. You don't want to do that. <laughs> you do not want to do that unless you have something called a FET head or a cloud lifter. A cloud lifter is usually what you hear in comparison to the Shure SM7B because it's super gain hungry, which means it takes a lot of gain to run it. 
So what the Fethead and the uh, Cloudlifter, they're they're pretty much just gain filters. They take the power from the 48 Phantom Power and they filter it into what it's called clean gain. So this is gain that, so volume, that you're able to hear clearly. So it's clean. So if you turn on your audio interface and you just keep going and going and going and going, you're going to hear a lot of line noise, which is usually a lot of hissing and like static. The Fethead and the Cloudlifter, those are used to prevent that static. And it just ends up helping so much, especially whenever you are using like a mixer or something like that. It it helps. It really fucking does. But it's also not necessary, depending on what you're actually running your mic into and which mic you're using. All right. So going down on the notes because I wrote notes. What the fuck is that? So what your mic actually plugs into you, there are two choices. You can use an audio interface or a mixer. A mixer is just an audio interface with a bunch of fancy knobs. So, depending on what you're doing with it or what you're actually recording into is what I usually go by to, you know, just kind of think about what I would want to use. So, I use an audio interface because I don't need the EQ. I don't need the low end stuff. I don't need the knobs because I'm just going into OBS or I used to um, just go into OBS and just add stuff into that to help it and treat that a little bit better. And which we'll be going over in a little bit. I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm getting ahead of myself. I need to fucking stop. But so they're pretty much the fucking same thing. And a lot of the times mixers are used for live concerts and stuff like that. And you'll see those large ass consoles with all the little slidey buttons and the slidey machines. Those are very, very expensive, very big mixers. Um, a lot of the time you think about a mixer, you usually think about analog, which is physical plugins. So like a 3.5 millimeter or a quarter inch jack into another something that takes an audio and then whenever you think about the audio interface it's usually associated with the usb running into a computer so yeah it's audio interface isn't really a thrilling thing so usually it's it's not bad it pick something good pick something cheap but also pick something that is decent I go with Euphoria UMC 22 because it has decent preamps. And that's what I was actually running my mic into before I got my other thing that I'll kind of go into in just a second. Because the next section is how to treat your audio and make it sound better. Taking a sip real quick. So. What you're going to want to usually do is. There are certain tools, whether it be physical or whether it be virtual, that you are going to use to kind of EQ and put a noise gate and then just put a compressor, put compression onto your, you know, shit. 
I don't know why I said that. Fuck. This is terrible. I'm just kidding. I'm having fun. I'm having fun, guys. And I am enjoying the shit out of this. I just don't truly know what I'm doing. But so you're going to want to use. So something you would use for compression and EQ and all that fun jazz is a channel strip. And a channel strip is a hardware tool used to do all of those things. So I'm using a DBX 286S. This is made by Harman. And Harman is a large audio company, if you didn't know that. So there are a bunch of fancy knobs on this thing. We got ourselves a mic preamp, and that's what your mic plugs into. That's what's powering your mic. So the higher up on that one, the more to the right, more clockwise you turn that shit is going to be the more power that's going to your mic. Okay, and next on the line, we got a compressor. And like I said before, compression is what makes that shit equal. Then we have a de-esser. That gets rid of a lot of the S's. I don't have this probably uh, properly set up, so you're going to hear a lot of fucking S's. And then on the next part of that, we have an enhancer. An enhancer is the EQ. It's just another word for equalization. So there's an HF and an LF detail. That's just fancy words of saying higher frequencies, lower frequencies, and all that shit. And then expander slash gate, that is your noise gate. And that's what's going to keep those frequencies that are under a certain level tame and you won't have to hear that random humming bullshit okay so that's pretty much it with that so the next thing and this is the least expensive way to go about this because the dbx is about 200 dollars. so i wouldn't suggest that unless you know a little bit about what you're actually doing when it comes to audio so a vst or a virtual studio technologies they are the virtual versions of the hardware like shenanigans so you're going to have a different one for equalization you're going to have a different one for dsing you're going to have a different one for expander gates it's it's going to just do that at a software level instead of a hardware level, which sometimes could be a good thing or could be a bad thing, depending on what computer you're using, like your specs. Uh, if it's a powerful CPU, you're usually going to be good and there's not going to be any fucking issues. I'm sorry. I just fucking hit that. Wow. Wow. But anyway, so a good. Probably the best free VST would be the Reaper VSTs. And I said Reaper, not the Reaper, because I don't know what the fuck I did. My mouth just hiccuped. Um, so these are free plugins that you're able to use inside of OBS, because in OBS, you're able to use a VST 2XX, and that's just a VST2. You're able to use those. You're able to set all of your everything. You're able to see usually the waveforms. Uh, when the waveforms is just like the physical representation of what your actually how your sound is it's a physical representation of the sound going into your mic that was really hard for me to say and i don't know why it was so fucking hard for me to say um but yeah the it's pretty much just 
there's the Reaper ones and there's the Tokyo Dawn Labs ones, which I personally found were a little bit better, but I'm an audio snob and I liked the kind of knob style that the, uh, I think it was the slick EQ had. It was just pretty. It looked good. It just, it was nice. But yeah, so, so with those, it's just, it pretty much is going to depend on how much you're trying to tinker with it because you're not going to get this first go. You're not going to get this in the first year. It's going to take so much time out of your life to start tinkering and to start doing everything and to figure it out. And I don't even fucking know fully. I'm just guessing so much, so much. (laughs) Well, I'm not guessing. I'm doing a lot of research, but it's a lot of YouTube hours and it's fucking it's it's studious. That's the word studious. Time stuffing. I don't fucking know. But anyways. So on to like the last little fucking section that we're going to go into. The little extras that you can use for your audio. And the little added stuff that are going to make it a little bit more fun. Or it's going to make it a little bit more easy for you to adjust everything. Stuff like that. So. The first thing that we're going to talk about is. Well, actually, the only thing we're going to talk about is is voice changes, because let's face it, fucking the only things that you can really add to audio to make them fun is just changing your fucking voice. So. A voice changer is it's it's. Some refer to it as a vocoder, so a voice changer and. One of those things is a Roland VT3. A Roland VT3 is a hardware vocoder. So you're able to press a button on on little little machine that you got. You're able to p- change the pitch. You're able to change the depth of how, like how deep it is or how high it is. And a lot of the times people go with like the robot voice or people go with the the deeper voice or the higher voice. And a lot of the times um, with the Roland VT3, it's very limited when it comes to that. It's still fun as shit. And it's still fucking amazing to use. And I think it runs at like $199. So it's a little expensive. Um, So another thing that people use or have been using lately since uh, last TwitchCon is the GoXLR mic or mic preamp like mixer from TC Helicom. And they're relatively known for their like vocal processing stuff. Um, Helicon is a really big company. And I guess GoXLR is their gaming brand because everything in the streaming space, you have to add gaming to, right? Yeah. <laughs> right, guys? Right. Um, so the GoXLR is the one-stop shop for absolutely fucking everything. It's really cool, and I have nothing against it. I just don't need it. So, it's got a powerful preamp, which is the thing that powers your mic, and every that it makes your mic work. And their, theirs was made by a company called Midas, and Midas makes console preamps, so pretty much the best of the absolute fucking best. 
So because they have a really nice preamp, there's no need for like a Fethead or a cloud lifter to run a Shure SM7B because there's enough power being outputted from that to power your mic and then some. And that's been proven time and time again with so many broadcasters on Twitch. It It's, it's kind of impressive. I'm not even going to deny that. So on it, there are some sliders. You're able to, in a software, you're able to isolate different portions of the audio coming in from your computer. So you can have Discord, you can have your music, and you can have just the actual desktop audio. And you're able to control those by sliders. And those are those are mechanical sliders that if you have a preset and you set that preset, they're going to go automatically to that shit. Or if you can mute everything, it's just going to go all the way to the bottom. So on the right side of it, there are these cool little looking pads. You're like, ooh, let me press, let me press, let me press, let me press. So at the bottom portion of that, there is a sample pad. And what a sample pad is, it's you're able to hold it down, record something that's coming into your Go XLR, and then play that back as a sample. So you're recording an audio clip and playing it back almost instantaneously. And that's fucking cool. And then right above that is the actual voice modulation, which is the vocoder, the vo- the voice changer. Uh, you're able to set and adjust everything like that through their app, which their app is really intuitive. And what that means is you're able to use it and understand it relatively well. They make it very, very easy to use, which is a fucking great thing. And I absolutely fucking love it. It's I got to touch and play with it once when I was at TwitchCon, so... I haven't really used it except for a TwitchCon. And I know that they've improved the app shit a lot. And it just, it's, it's cool because you get to pick like a dynamic or a condenser little thing in the app that switches up your preamp to either supply 48 full phantom power or not. And so it's hardware changes on a software level. Which is, like I said, is fucking cool. So, the last little thing that I'm going to talk about with the voice changing stuff is voicemod.net. So, voicemod.net has been around for a while. I've been using it for probably like a fucking like year or so. I'm not going to lie. I also, I don't know why I keep saying I'm not going to lie. Because, I mean, I'd hope that you trust me enough to know that I'm not lying. But, voicemod.net or the voice mod app is a voice changer that you're able to set up and do just through software. So everything is changed through your software on your computer. And I've had it for about a year. I've been paying for about, for about, a, about a year. They have a monthly thing and they also have a uh, yearly thing. Or actually, it's not even yearly. It's a 100% just you pay the flat P. Flat, flat P? Wow. The flat fee. And you get it for the whole amount of your life. It's lifetime. I don't know why I drew out that explanation so much, but fuck it, whatever. So the cool thing about this is you get to talk to people. And when they least expect it, you change their fucking or you change your fucking voice and just blow their fucking mind. So this is a little T-Pain-esque. And this is like a deeper one, and then this is like a spaceman one, which I use usually to kind of show you that it's like I'm talking on a walkie-talkie. 
And then, you know, you can be a robot, or you can sound like you're in a hole, or you can sound like you're a child. Because that's what you want to do. But yeah, it's... For, for, oh my god, why did I fucking Kermit? Why? Why did I do that? But anyways, so... The cool thing about this is it's relatively inexpensive and they have in just they've increased the quality of it so much in the last year. It used to be very kind of it had a, a lot of latency, which a lot of latency is usually like 250 milliseconds. It's not even it, it's not that much, but you can tell whenever it's syncing your face on a camera to your mouth on a mic. So you can tell like like 100, 200 milliseconds. You can fucking tell and it's going to annoy the absolute shit out of you. So, yeah, I'm, they've changed a lot. They've built their own drivers. They've worked with Microsoft. I think they worked with Microsoft to just implement everything and make it as good working as possible. I don't know why I said it like that. But also a really cool thing is you have a stream deck, which that is a little uh, toy from Elgato. It's not even a toy. It's really fucking useful. But it's a macro pad that you're able to program all the stuff and put little folders into it. They have integration with it. So Voice Mod actually built a little thing for, you know, the stream deck. And it's really helpful because you can see what you're selecting. And then you can either just... You know, turn it on by pressing a button. Or you can actually... Toggle it on and not have to touch shit, which is... Which is awesome. It's, it's fucking great. Um, but yeah, no, so... I know I, don't, I didn't go, like, super in-depth with everything. I know there's probably stuff that I didn't talk about, that I could have talked about, that I didn't think about talking about, because I'm not good at doing research, and I should probably, you know work on that <laughs> but there's just there's so much this is kind of this is me going over it and doing like an overview of kind of some of the stuff that i talk to people about on a regular basis and i'm kind of hoping to just you know put out a little bit of knowledge so people can be like oh well let me listen to this real quick and i can kind of figure out what i'm doing with this fanciful audio thing that i got going on so, I hope this really helps with, like, your adventures into audio, your adventures into broadcasting, your adventures into Twitch, your adventures into podcasting, just fucking, your adventures into whatever. Even if it's just, like, trolling people on fucking whatever popular Battle Royale game is going on at the moment. I don't know what is cool. Like, I don't know. Apex, I guess, is the cool thing right now. I, I, I don't know. But I hope you enjoyed this because, like I said, this is a passion of mine. And I really, really like talking about this, if you couldn't fucking tell. Because this is almost 40 fucking minutes of me just spouting out bullshit about audio. But hopefully it's not bullshit. Hopefully it's bullshit. Well, I, it's going to be bullshit. But hopefully it's bullshit that helps you on your adventures. I'm just rambling. I'm going to fucking stop. But 
like I said before, I'm working on making this little podcast a little bit better. Um, I got some works going in, like possibly some guests and working on an intro and an outro. So it's not going to just be pressing play and just like, oh, hi, you can hear me. Fuck. Yeah, it's cool. It'll give you a little bit of a warning before I start talking. It's it's going to be beautiful. Uh, so pretty much you can reach me, jbrucifer for 666 on any console or console fucking platform. So Twitter, Instagram, fucking everything. Twitch. Oh, God, even YouTube. Don't go to YouTube. Please stay the fuck away from that. But yeah, I appreciate appreciate. I appreciate. I appreciate you guys for putting in the time to listen to this and I hope this helps. All right. Uh, by a uh, cue fucking music. Generic EDM. All right. I'm going to stop. Bye.